We imagine that we want to escape our selfish and commonplace existence, but we cling desperately to our chains. Anne Sullivan Bite What is up, everyone, and welcome back to Feed Don't Eat Your Brain, and my name is Zachary Ballard, as you know, um, and this is a bonus episode that I will be posting. I'll be posting a bonus episode with a full-length episode for the next four weeks, every weekend, uh, because I missed four weeks, because I went to New York, things like that, um, and so I want to make that up to you guys um, and and post some bonus episodes along with full-length. So here we go. So this was Bite. Of course, you can watch this on YouTube. It was actually pretty good. The acting uh, was a little bit stale at the beginning, but it, it progressively got better. Um, I thought this was an interesting idea. We only saw zombies at the very beginning, and they're, they're dealing with um, zombie bites, basically, throughout the whole movie. Um, and, and one, one of, one of the group members gets bit and, uh, that's the classic debate on whether to kill her now or, or wait until she turns, things like that. And, uh, her husband was basically pushing against the whole group and saying, uh, they can't kill her now. And, and he actually went through all five stages of grief within the one short, um, zombie film. Uh, he went through denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance all throughout, like, five minutes of the film, which I thought was fascinating. And it made me think about how how quickly you have to go through the stages of grief when you're in such a survivalist mentality, uh, because you just have to move on. You you have to you have to grieve really quickly and then move on, and I thought that was a fascinating and really cool way that they showed um, how that happens in, in those situations. Um, but anyway, so he's defending his wife. He doesn't want to kill her. Um, and then they basically, they basically get him away from her. And then the group leader gives her the gun to, to shoot herself. And then, um, and then she calls her husband over and she tells her husband that, uh, he wants, she wants him to kill her. And I thought that was interesting and also kind of, kind of awful. Um, I don't know. Uh, you guys can let me know what you think, but I personally wouldn't want, um, Alina to to shoot me I would either want myself to do it and if I couldn't do it then someone who isn't going to be as emotionally um damaged about it as someone that really loves me and and none of none of his friends stepped in to to help they didn't pull a Daryl uh and take the gun from Rick when Rick is um about to shoot one of his friends you know um and none none of his friends stepped up and I, I think I would I, I think if my friend was going to kill his wife because she got bit I I would want to step up because I think that's a lot of a lot of trauma to, to have to experience. And I, I thought it was interesting that like they made that choice, um, in the film. Um, but after, after he kills her, um, he ends up doing it after he kills her. Um, it sort of switches cause the leader of the group, um, says it gets mad at them and basically says like, we have, we have two rules in this compound and, uh, that's if people get bit, we kill them and we move locations. Right. And then, and then it sort of shifts um, because then they're like, well, what about, what about that bite on your arm? And you see he has, he obviously has a bite on his arm and he does everything in his power to like keep himself alive. Like he, he persuades them to wait a little bit. He persuades them to go to sleep. And, and I thought it was interesting that, that as soon as the, um, as soon as everyone was pointing fingers at him and telling him that he needed to die, he obviously took a step back and, and didn't want to die. And I thought that was interesting. I, I, and it happens all the time. Like, I feel like I see it all the time where everyone below the boss has to follow the rules except for the boss. Um, and I mean, my biggest pet peeve is when, when a cop 
turns on his lights to just go through a red light. I mean, like, and I, I do think that power can sort of allow people to not want to follow the rules because they have the power to um, shift that. Uh, but then he ends up convincing them that they can go to sleep, and if any signs of zombie activity happen in him, then they're going to kill him, right? And he keeps showing signs. He even goes as far as to, like, change his sexual orientation or claim that he's changing it so that they, they won't kill him and, like, calling them bigots and stuff. And it, it, the whole film shifted to, like, a comedy from, like, a high drama to a comedy, which I thought was really fascinating, and it was honestly hilarious um, what they did with it. But then... Uh, the guy that killed his wife eventually ends up killing um, the leader, uh, but yeah, I thought it was a I thought it was a fascinating movie. I thought it was pretty cool, a pretty cool concept, and they they delved into some really real stuff. So uh, go ahead and give it a watch, and uh, let me know what you think. Let me know what you think about the moral dilemmas posts in this short film, and I will see you guys later. All right, talk to you later. Stay safe and stay sane. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to another episode of Feed Don't Your Brain. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Feed Don't Your Brain. You can also follow us on Twitter at Zacky the Zombie. Also, feel free to email us with any questions, comments, or concerns at FeedDon'tYourBrain at gmail.com. You can also follow 410 Horsemen on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can donate to our Patreon page called Feed Don't Your Brain on Patreon. Thank you all for listening, and stay safe and stay sane.